He's mighty in the universe, he's mighty on earth, and he's mighty in your life and in my life. Amen. Hallelujah Amen. to Jesus. Let's bless the Lord one more time with a song of worship to honor the Lord, to bless the Lord. Oh, we give you the praise. Bless him, bless him. Just give him praise. Give him praise. Just bless his name for he is worthy. Oh, yes. Oh, my soul. Tell him. And all that is within me. Bless 
your name thank you for your time of worship and praise thank you for what you have in store for us we pray oh god that none of us will leave the same and that you would enlarge us you would bless us and bless us indeed we pray that your hand will be upon us we pray that your word which gives life will be imparted unto us by your holy spirit in jesus name we pray Amen, amen, amen. We may take our seats in the presence of Jesus, our Christ. Amen. Happy New Year again. 
Oh, hallelujah. Happy New Year. I believe that God has good things for us in 2021. 2020 is past. Uh, yesterday is gone. Today I'm in need. Holy Ghost power. Breathe on me. But let me say it in a different way. Yesterday is gone. Today I am blessed. Holy Ghost fire. Breathe on me. One more time. Yesterday is gone. Today I am favored. Holy Ghost fire. Breathe on me. One more time. Yesterday is gone. Today I am blessed. Holy Ghost fire and power. Breathe on me. Hallelujah. So, 2020 is past, but 2021 is a good new year. Hallelujah. COVID or no COVID, this is a good year. Hallelujah. And God looks after his own. I believe God has put a mark on us that COVID cannot touch us. Well, some can get it, but it will not touch us. It will not affect our lungs. It will not affect our lives. It will not affect any aspect of our lives. Amen. Whatever we lost in 2020, in 2021, we are going to, oh glory. I said, we, we, we are going to, 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 to regain hundredfold what we have lost. So if the devil in his works, because of this COVID-19, people lost 20, we are going to gain hundred. Oh glory. Did you get that? We are going to gain more than we lost. Hallelujah. So if it is sleep, if it is uh, uh, money, if it is uh, 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 time out to have fun, we are going to gain more of those. Whatever was lost. Hallelujah. God bless you all. Welcome all the different branches. Hallelujah. There are a lot to mention, but God bless all the pastors. I see all the pastors looking very good. I see all the members. At least the members I can see, I see them looking really good. Praise God. Hallelujah. It shows that you have a good year. Confess now that you have a good year. Always confess it. So from now on, don't, even if you see things not working the way you want them to work, don't say that, who, is this year going to be a bad year? No, 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 no. Because we don't move by what we see. Who, glory to God. I said, we don't move by what we see. We move by what we believe. Hallelujah. We move by what we believe, not by what we see, but what we believe. And what we believe is that we believe the report of the Lord. Glory. We don't believe the report of the doctor. Even though we need the doctors, we don't believe the report of it. We don't believe the report of the doctor. We don't believe the report of the lawyer. We don't believe the report of the bank manager. We don't believe the report of the financial analyst. We believe the report of the Lord. And the report of the Lord says we are blessed. The report of the Lord says we are prosperous. The report of the Lord says we are financially blessed. The report of the Lord says nothing can come against us. The report of the Lord says we have divine health. That is the report of the Lord. That is the report that I believe and you believe. Hallelujah. And as a man believes, is out of the issues of life comes from the heart. So, 
Guard our hearts from wrong thinking because out of it are the issues of life. Hallelujah. Death and life are in the power of the tongue and they that love it shall eat the fruits thereof. Hallelujah to Jesus. Today, God has something special for us for 2021. Hallelujah. Our second series. The first series was Wise as a Serpent, Harmless as a Dove. Our second series is going to be very powerful. And this is going to be 12 steps. You see, steps are important. Hey, they are important. Very. 12 steps to... Check this out. Check this out. Check it out. 12 steps to 100% answered prayer. 12 steps. I said 12 steps. How many want 100% answered prayer? You are going to get 100% answered prayer from these 12 steps. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Prayer is a privilege that God has given to his children. Hallelujah. It's a privilege. Because think about it. The God who created the universe. The God who, I was, I was doing my quiet time on Genesis. I'm studying on, on the creation. And day one, day two, day three. Some people have gotten things confused about day two and four. Hallelujah. Or day one and four. Praise God. <laughs> but I'm studying on the creation and I see how big God is. I see how big God is. God is so big. Now, if this big God has time for us and, and, and says that we can speak to him, it is a privilege. Because even the president or the fallen president or the new president to come, whichever president it is, you can't get to speak to that president if you want to. You and I can't just get up and go to the White House or go to the Queen of England and say, I, I, I need to talk to you. No. But there is someone greater than them and yet that person has given us audience to speak to him anytime we want. That is a great privilege. We can talk to our Heavenly Father directly and receive answers. But because of things that have happened in the past, which is understandable to human beings, not to angels or God, we sometimes don't believe God will answer all our prayers. How many have felt that before? Even today. Someone has felt that even today. Hallelujah. But I believe that you and I can get 100% answered prayer. Hallelujah. Many people take prayer to be some sort of religious routine. And it can easily happen. We are supposed to pray one hour a day. We are supposed to pray every day. So people just come. Hey, Johnny just, oh, wow, this is what's happening. Oh, Facebook, wow, look at this person's picture. Wow, this person, they just got married. Don't shut me down now, preaching. So many people are, 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 are use, just praying as a sort of religious routine. So imagine God is physically present here. And as we are talking to the big God. Hey, Facebook. Hey, how is God going to see it whilst he's physically here? Because you and I, we are, must realize that we are going boldly onto the throne of grace in prayer. When we come reverently and believe that as we are praying, we, are, we have audience with God, it will change the way we pray. And it will change our results. Hallelujah. 
Look at some verses. Psalm 91 verse 15. He shall call upon me and I might answer him. Which Bible is it? It's not the Bible. Is it Queen? <laughs> he shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. So God has promised. You see, and once God promises something in his word, it's, and, and there is a conflict, the conflict does not come from God because his word is unvariable. His word doesn't shift. His word is stable and standard, and everything revolves around his word. His word is truth, reality, the truth. So anything that is, is contradictory, uh, contra contradicting his word is the false one. What are signs? Even things we believe. Even in the past, they thought the earth was flat until they found out it was round. So even science, modern science, if it is against the Bible, then it is wrong. That's why when I was getting to the Genesis, I used that mindset and I was able to get answers I needed. Even with signs. Glory, glory. All the answers you just need to ask God for, you get them. Who glory to God. Hallelujah. Isaiah 58, 9. God, he made the sun, the moon, and the stars. God is so great that he seems so far. Ah, hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> then shall, you, you should have been fast. You know the words. You should have been fast. You should have, you should have a mic. Just in case. Then shall thou call, and the Lord shall answer. <laughs> hallelujah. Then shall thou call, and the Lord shall answer. Thou shalt cry, and he shall say, Here I am. If thou take away from the midst of thee the yoke, the putting forth of the finger, and the speaking of vanity. So, of course, 100% answered prayer. You see that God is saying, I'll answer you so far as you call upon me first, and then you remove the yoke and the putting forth of the finger and speaking vanity. So, this is a bad person. This person... She's pregnant out of wedlock. This person has just put in the finger. So these are some of the hindrances to 100% answered prayer. That's, we just read it. Luke chapter 11 verse 9. Ooh, glory, 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 glory. Luke 11 9. But it's good to see you all. Amen. And I say unto you, ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be given you. Verse 10. For everyone that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth. And to him that knocketh, it shall be opened. Now, very good. So, if Jesus is saying that, ask, and it will be given you for sure. Seek and you will surely find. Knock and it will surely be opened unto you. Why? Because everyone, that word every is everyone, the whole. Everyone who asks receives. Get the uh, 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 amplified whilst I'm speaking. Everyone who asks receives. Everyone who seeks finds. Everyone who knocks, the door is opened. But check this out. 
Why is it that in spite of what Jesus said, not everyone is getting it? So I say unto you, ask and keep on asking, and it shall be given you. That word ask is a continuous action. Ask and keep on asking. Ask and keep on asking till when? Keep on asking till you get it. Oh, after four years, I said, keep on. I didn't say it. Well, Jesus is telling you, and I keep on asking till you get it. But it took me four years. But even if it is, keep on asking. Seek and keep on seeking, and you will find. Knock and keep on knocking, and the door will be open unto you. So that's the difference. Continue. For everyone who asks and keeps on asking, finds, receives. And he who seeks and keeps on seeking finds. And to him who knocks and keeps on knocking, the door shall be open. It means when you look at the original Greek, the, 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 the word ask, that particular word ask, it means ask and continuously ask. Luke chapter 18 verse 1 also helps us with this. Then we'll, we'll start looking at the steps. Luke chapter 18, King James, verse 1. And Jesus speak this parable unto them to this end, that men ought to always pray and not to faint. Hallelujah. So Jesus also assured us using Luke 18, 1, that we should keep praying and not give up, which coincides with ask and keep on asking. What do you think? Amen. So we've talked about this. Now, why, why don't we find out the 12 steps? What do you think? Why not? If they say no, they say why not. <laughs> step one. <clears throat> Are you ready for step one? Are you ready for step one? Are you ready for step one? The first step to 100% answered prayer is learn how to pray yourself without needing anyone else to pray for you. I'm in a particular situation. Wow, I am sinking. But I don't know how to pray for myself. So pastor, pray for me. But maybe you might have a pastor who, is as, who, who wants to sleep during your time of crisis and he's asleep. Or you have a pastor or so you ask a friend, please pray for me, you are spiritual. But the friend also has issues that ha he, has, he or she has not mentioned. So they'll just say, Father God, in Jesus' name. And then finish with your prayer and then pray for themselves. So God says you and I, who glory to God. God says you and I should learn how to pray for ourselves. Pray for yourself. Pray. You and I should pray. Hallelujah. Look at Daniel chapter 11 verse 32. So it means that, but how are you going to be confident to pray when you don't know God? It is when I know a high-ranking high person that I can go to him confidently. If my best friend is president of a country, come on, I'll demand, what, my friend, tell him that David is coming. I'm coming to see him. I'll use my rights as a friend because I know the person. If I don't know you, I will not, they, they, will, they can arrest me. And depending on where you are, you can be shot. <laughs> and who you are, you can be shot. Hallelujah. How many are getting what I'm saying? 
So it means that knowing God gives us confidence to ask him for whatever we need. That's why you and I, when we know God, we would be strong. The Bible says that, for they that do know their God shall display strength and take action. That, and then we also know that King James, for they, do know, for they that do know their God shall uh, what, work strong and, take, and, and do exploits. Hallelujah. So we need to know God so that God will have the confidence to go to his throne. What do you think? We need to know God so that we will not allow ourselves to be bullied. So the first is pray to God, the Father. Sorry, pray to God. You do the praying. You and I must do the praying. Of course, it is important to also ask for prayer. What do you think? It's important to ask for prayer. I asked for prayer. I was very happy when MS Cat and some of the others were took it upon themselves to pray for me. But I make sure I do my prayer myself. I pray in the closet myself. So that is an add-on. When you have corporate people, people speaking to God, and God is saying, okay, I'm going to do it for him, but a lot of people are coming to him, you say, okay, let me just do this quickly. So it's also good to get people to pray for you. It's good to have your pastor pray for you. Hallelujah. When I used to take exams, I used to call Apostle. I'll hound him till I get Apostle Joel to just pray for me. Oh, you, yeah. I'll call you unless you, you I, I don't know how I'll not get you. I'll keep calling every day. Please just pray for me and then I'll finish. Hallelujah. So it's good, but I've prayed for myself. So it is good. But what I'm saying is that you and I must learn to pray by ourselves. Learn how to pray for yourself. Learn how to pray and, and, and cause things to happen. Learn how to pray and cause things which are not to be. Do, do you understand? We must learn how to do that. We must learn how to take territories. We must learn how to get the impossible. We must learn how to, to bring in, make impossibilities possible. And that comes through prayer. Amen. Number two. This, how, many are, how many understood this first step? Very important. Second step to 100% answered prayer is pray to your heavenly father and not to anyone else. John 16, 23. John chapter 16 and verse 23. And in that day, King James, ye shall ask me nothing. So Jesus is saying that in the day that he is glorified. Don't ask him anything. Don't ask him anything. Rather, verily, verily, I say unto you, whatsoever you shall ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you. So you and I, we must pray to God the Father. And we can speak in Jesus' name and ask Jesus for things, but, or ask Jesus to do things. That's different from praying. John 14 explains that. Hallelujah. But pray to God the Father in the name of Jesus. Jesus said, if you demand or ask anything or demand anything in my name, I will do it. What do you think? But you and I are to pray to God the Father. That's the second. Hallelujah. Our Father, 
Or so when we are praying, we can begin our prayer saying, Our Father, oh Father God, or our Father, or Heavenly Father, or Dear Father, or Father, which art in heaven. Whichever expression, you must make sure it is to God the Father. Now, some people have decided to pray to uh, 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 Saints Mary and all those things. I'm not here to discuss all that. You can see me in the behind closed doors. But there's no scripture. You don't find a single scripture in the Bible. Even if, even if you go and look for even the, the, the wrong books or the books which are the not sick ones, you even find. You, there's nowhere you find anywhere that says pray to any other person apart from God the Father. So many times we have human traditions and human reasoning. If we are praying to Jesus' father, why can't we pray to Jesus' mother? Because the mother will talk to him. But as for Mary, there is no one, look at Luke 138. There's, Mary has a place that no one can take throughout eternity. No one can ever take Mary's place because she gave birth to God. Hey, what a blessing. No one can ever take her place. And blessed is she amongst women and blessed is the fruit of her womb. She, she's, she's been elevated to a certain position that no one can ever fill. But Bible didn't say pray to her through her. And Mary said, Behold, the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her. So Mary is fantastic. Mary is someone who must be revered and respected if you are a proper Christian. But what is the thing that we follow? Is it what the priest said? Or is what the Bible says? You and I can err by following the priest if what the priest is saying is not in the Bible. So, anyone who says, oh, but what's he saying? Uh, please comment, find a way to get me and give me the verse. If there's no verse in it, don't, don't waste your time because it's rubbish to me. But if there's a verse, then I'll succumb to the answer. What do you think? Because when I die, Throughout the eternity, from a million years from now, is the word that will hold, not what you are saying or what the priest said. A billion years from now, my, my eternal destination depends on the Bible and not what the priest said. What do you think? Number three. <laughs> Who glory? Just four points. The third step to 100% answered prayer is pray in the name of Jesus. The same John 16, 23. Very important. The first is learn to pray for yourself. Number two, pray to God the Father. Yes, saints, don't waste your time. Don't waste your time with all those things. Saints, unless you can find scripture, don't waste your time. Just pray to God the Father. Don't waste your time. <laughs> Like I said, I don't know. For me, take it that I don't know what it means. All I know is that some people pray to certain things. Showed me in the Bible. How simple is that? Simple. Quote the verse. 
John 16, 23. And in that day, ye shall ask me nothing. For verily I say unto you, whatsoever ye shall ask the Father in my name. My name, he shall give it to you. Or he may give it to you. So pray in the name of Jesus Christ. But unfortunately, many people use Jesus Christ as the end of a prayer. Which is easy to happen. It can happen to all of us. So we have to make a conscious effort to not just say, Oh, Father God, bless me in Jesus' name. Just like saying, Amen or full stop. When we pray using the name of Jesus Christ, we must know that the name of Jesus has weight. So when, as soon as we say in Jesus' name, heaven pays attention. God pays attention. Everyone pays attention because the name has been used. So it is a very significant name. Hallelujah. Names make a difference. Similar to, there are certain people when they use in the olden days, even now with some of the pastors and all that, with even bishop, like, but in the olden days, when you have the seal of the king, that's it. That, that, that's law. Once you have the seal, if you steal the seal, then you have, you, you have a stolen law that can be applied because of the seal of the king. So the fact that the king's seal is on, it must be done. In the same way, the fact that the name of Jesus Christ has been used, it must be done. The answer is sure. What you and I are looking for is sure. But how do you use the name? Do you use the name in faith? Or do you just use the name because they say we should pray in the name of Jesus? The verse says it, but okay. Father God, please give me the car in Jesus' name. Versus, Father, please give me the car. In Jesus' name. And as, soon, and, and as you are saying in Jesus' name, you know that results are occurring because you've just said in Jesus' name. You know that because you've used Jesus' name, power, power has been released. God has pay, is paying attention. Because the name has been used, God is paying attention. Heaven is paying attention. Demons submit. So as soon as the demon is coming with strength, and then you say, in Jesus' name, the demon halts. Because it's like an army. In Jesus' name, halts. In Jesus' name, get out. In Jesus' name, they have to obey because it carries weight. So from now on, oh, in Jesus' name, as an answer, end, end of a prayer. No. That's not what it was intended for. Because there's power in the name of Jesus Christ. Our Heavenly Father will respond when he hears the name Jesus. Hallelujah to Jesus. Hallelujah. Look at 1 Timothy 2.5. And don't pray in any other name. Don't say in, in my mother's name or in the saint whatever's name or in who Mary's name. Don't, don't do that. Unless you can find scripture. For there is one God and one mediator between God and man, the man Jesus Christ, not Mary or any other. Hallelujah. You can put your hands together for Jesus. One, one mediator. Will I trust 1 Timothy 2.5 or I trust what someone says? I'll trust 1 Timothy 2.5. What do you think? Jesus, and, and, and there are some people who pray and don't add in Jesus' name at the end. Don't waste your time. It's only salvation. But it's a lot. Oh, Father God, we pray for this, we pray for this. Amen. 
don't bother. If, if I really want a prayer, I will say in Jesus' name privately or maybe loud for you to hear. Because if you don't use Jesus' name, oh, you see, as I'm preaching this, it's not obvious so because I've heard it many times. Many times when people are praying and they say, Amen. And then I'll say in Jesus' name because for me, the rest have wasted their time. They wasted their prayer. But I want the prayer, so I'll say in Jesus' name. Even the person praying has wasted their time because they didn't use Jesus' name. Yeah. It's only salvation that you can just pray without that. But everything else you need in Jesus' name. Because I've, I come to God the Father. I can't come on my own, but I come in Jesus' name. I, I'm standing before you, in, before the throne of grace, in Jesus' name. I've come in his name. And because I've come in his name, even though I'm so sinful and I've come in his name, audience is giving me because that name carries weight in heaven. So if I come on my own, who are you? Please, excuse me. You can't come on your own. You can't. Twelve steps. At the name Jesus, every knee, we all know it, but every knee will bow. So it means that when I pray in Jesus' name, I must expect the knees of the opposers to bow. Glory to Jesus. I must expect the knees of the troublemakers and the demonic hordes to bow and to submit to what I am saying using his name. Glory to God. Did you get that? Because every knee should bow. His name is higher than every name. And demons have to submit. Think about the demons who were here long before us. Who are able to, 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 to exercise some power to destroy lives. When you and I say in Jesus' name, they have to submit. You and I. We have authority. Including the one who killed and murdered or sinned yesterday and said, God, forgive me. That person has the same authority and can say in Jesus' name. Let you put your hands together for Jesus. Yeah. In his name. In Jesus' name. Yeah. There is power in the name of Jesus. There, there is power in the name of Jesus. There is power. There is power. There is power to break every chain, to destroy, to nullify everything evil. There is power. Power. It's okay. Too late. Hallelujah. To break every chain. Yes, there is power to break every chain. Amen. Acts 4.10 There is power. Now, this is a very important one. Acts chapter 4, verse 10. But be it known unto you all and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus that this man stand here before you whole. Hallelujah. Now let's, let's, let's look at it in, in more detail. Let's look at Acts chapter uh, uh, 4. Okay, I'll just tell you the story just for time's sake. Now, Jesus, uh, 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 Peter and John were going to the gate for called Beautiful. I want to give you an example. As they were going, 
they realized that there was a man who was lame from his mother's womb. Lame, couldn't move, couldn't walk, paralyzed. So Peter and John went towards him, and he asked for money. And when Peter said, look at us, he looked intently expecting money. And Peter said, I don't have money, but I'll give you what I have. May you and I have what he had in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And the man leaped up and walked. And then everyone was shocked. What? Peter and John, are you, wow, you have power? And Peter said, why are you looking at us as if we did it? It is not us, but it is faith in the name of Jesus that has made this man strong that you see here. It is faith in Jesus. It is faith in him which you see and has given this man perfect soundness in the presence of you all. So it means that faith in the name of Jesus Christ is what brought the results. So if you and I are praying and we are not using the name of Jesus in faith, what are the results? Most likely zero. But if you and I are praying and we are using the name of Jesus Christ with weight, it means something. See, these are some of the reasons why we don't have 100% answered prayer. Hallelujah. Good things respond to the name of Jesus and bad things respond to the name of Jesus. What do I mean by that? When we want something good, we use the name of Jesus. When we are rebuking something bad, we use the name of Jesus. Look at Hebrews chapter 4, verse 14 to 16. Hallelujah. Seeing then that we have a great high priest <clears throat> that is passed into the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly securely fast our profession let us hold firmly our profession of faith for we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities meaning that we don't have a high priest who has been tired when he's about to pray we don't have a high priest who sometimes his flesh was saying to him, him that ah, Maybe you can skip prayer. We don't have a high priest who was not tempted to not pray or to do or, 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 or to just relax. We don't have a high priest who was not tempted to sin or to do all these things. It means that Jesus was tempted in every way. Read it. For we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are yet without sin. So even though he did not sin, he knows that you and I, in fact, the Bible says, I think it's in Psalm, that you, God remembers, God knows that you and I are but dust. He doesn't give a license to sin, by the way. But he knows that you and I are dust, are but dust. He knows our frailties. He knows that we are just dust. So, and, and number one, that was before Jesus came. He knew it. And then when Jesus came, he came to experience what we experience. Yet without sin. Verse 17. So therefore, in spite of our imperfections, verse 17, in spite of our imperfections, in spite of our not being perfect and our sometimes feeling, uh, uh, you know, struggling. Verse 17, please. Struggling. There's no verse 17. 
or verse 16. Let us, sorry, verse 16, thank you. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. So it means that we, because God knows our frailties, Jesus experienced what we are experiencing. We must be bold. I said what? We must be bold. We must be bold to go boldly in, onto the throne. So it means that when you and I pray, we are, have access to the throne room. So we are in front of the throne of God. Of course, there are steps together, but we are in front of the throne. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his court with, with praise to enter into the throne. Hallelujah. But Jesus made it easy. All we need to do is to come boldly. Father God, in Jesus' name, we are in front of his throne. And, and, and that's because at least we know that we are not perfect, but we are saved by grace. And we are living a life of faith. And God is looking for us to come to him boldly. Not arrogantly, but boldly. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. It is because of Jesus that we can have access to God. Because before Jesus, it was Yom Kippur, the day of atonement. Once a year, that people will enter into the throne of grace. Once a year, that people, the high priest, only one person will come. They took turns. Only one person, and it was Zacharias 10, uh, uh, you know, one day. And then he entered into the Holy of Holies. But it was so holy that even the once a year, if you are not careful, you die there. So they had to tie a, a, a rope with bells on the skirt and then stand in the holy place. And then if they see that the, bell is the bells are moving, it means he's still alive. If the bell is not moving, they'll pull him out because he's dead. Because the presence was holy. The, the, the holy place, or sorry, the most holy place or the holy of holies. Once a year, Gentiles, they were not even counted. I mean, we, we were in the outer courts. The Gentiles were allowed to enter into the outer courts. So we're out of the equation. I don't know how I'm speaking to someone. Who glory? But when Jesus died and said it is finished and gave up the ghost, glory. The Bible says that the curtain that separated the holy place from the most holy place was torn from top to bottom, removing the, 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 the curtain and giving us glory, free access to the throne of grace. So now, we don't need to worry about all that. We have full access because of what Jesus did. In his name. Glory to God in his name. In his name. Access to the throne. Oh, hallelujah to Jesus. So you and I must come boldly. Go boldly now. Now the curtain is torn. We don't need to be afraid. We don't need to be afraid. If the priest didn't have the right blood, they didn't sacrifice, do the thing properly. The scapegoat wasn't organized properly and sent out. Because Jesus was also our scapegoat. That's another topic we'll talk about. And then, and then he didn't do everything properly and went into the holy place and didn't sprinkle the blood properly. Or the incense was stopped burning. But now you and I, yes, you've sinned. God, forgive me for my sins. I repent. I don't intend to do it again. Forgive me. Then you sin again. Oh God, forgive me. I really want to. God will help you. But right after that, I can go to the throne of grace. 
I've made a mistake. I've insulted someone. I've, I've cursed someone out, which I shouldn't because it's a sin to curse. I curse someone. There's a sin. All this uh, using the words, throwing the words out there, you are sinning. The Bible says, avoid profi- profane babblings for they are ungodly. Profanity is ungodly. It's sin. <laughs> Hallelujah. You just throw the words. I remember, I, I, I think some of us know the story. I was an unbeliever with my beloved or whatever at that time. And we we're unbelievers, but we said we want to go to a church. Let's look for a church. We want to save God. Let's look for a church. So myself and my, uh, uh, the lady, we went to a church in London. We just went to a church. When we went there, the pastor was preaching. Look, the guy's pastor was preaching and he was flowing and everybody was here and then he used F. He used the F word. And then, oh, sorry. Now, if he used F, it means he uses it regularly to use it uh, uh, on our ways in the sermon. But it meant that he was speaking ungodly speech. And God wasn't pleased with that. But nevertheless, go boldly, you and I. I said what? Go boldly. So if you've cast and you say, God, forgive me. Forgive me for doing that. In Jesus' name. Now, Father God, I'm coming to your throne room. God, speak to me. God, I want to get this from you. You have free access. Hallelujah. Amen. And then the fourth and final, First John chapter 1, verse 8. But let's see the fourth. The fourth step to 100% answered prayer is confess your sins. First John chapter 1, verse 5 to 9. Confess your sins. Now, that's very important. Now, I've heard some preachers say, that's why I said that I don't care how big or how famous the preacher is. I've heard a very famous preacher say that you and I, as Christians, we don't need to confess our sins because they are already forgiven. But you, there are scriptures, you have scriptures for that. You, our sins as Christians have been forgiven. Our past, present, and future sins have been forgiven. Or, you don't agree? It's for, forgiven. So it's forgiven. Why should I ask for forgiveness? But that's a big mistake I'll never make. <laughs> so, Many people have these theories, but look, if I you, I'll just do what the Bible says. Don't listen to what a preacher says. Just follow the Bible. Now, let's look at it. Uh, 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 first John chapter 1, verse 5. This then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. Now, walking in darkness is walking and living in sin. Intentional, willful sin. And walking outside the word. Because the word is light. So if you are walking outside the Bible, you are walking in darkness also. In the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God. The same was with God in the beginning. All things were made by him, and without him was not made anything that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And then we are seeing it here. Hallelujah. So if you and I are walking, is, uh, let's look at verse 6, please. Hallelujah. If you and I are walking outside the word, walking in intentional, willful sin, we are walking in darkness. And if we are walking in darkness, then we are not doing the truth. That's why it says, if we say that we have fellowship with him, if we say that we have fellowship with Jesus and walk in darkness, we are lying. 
and the truth is not in us. So we can't, it means that we are not actually working with Jesus. Verse 7. But if we walk in the light, now what does it mean to walk in the light? It means put on the light. So it means that if the, you are home and the lights are off, you are walking in darkness. Is that what it means? Is that what it means? It means that every Christian, if there's light off, those with doom so and light off in Africa, Ghana, it means they are in darkness. Glory. <laughs> it cannot be. Who glory? The Bible says, but if we walk in the light, the light of his word, if we walk in the light of his word, I said, if we walk in the light of his word, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ is son cleanseth us from all sin. This is very important. I don't, I don't want to start talking about this. But this is very important. This verse means because I can sin without knowing I've sinned and Christ will come. Or how many know that you can have people who sin without knowing they've sinned? Maybe they've lied or they don't, or they've insulted someone. Anything that is not of faith is sin. If the one who knows to do good and do it not to him, it is sin. And die. What will happen to them? But the Bible says that the blood of Jesus is cleansing us from all sin. Just by the word. You've not confessed yet. You've not confessed yet. So that's where the guy got strung in. But he got strung there. Meaning that don't confess your sins. No. But it means that just by the word. At least that's what we are reading. Is it, is it clear? Just by walking in the light. The blood of Jesus Christ. God's son is cleansing us from all sin verse 8. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. Now those great Christians in quotes, who are so great that they look down on people who sin because they are not sinners. This is what the Bible is saying about you. The truth is not in you. <clears throat> because this is written to Christians. The pastor was saying it was written to uh, unbelievers. But look at 1 John 2.1. And then we'll come back to verse John 1, 8. Verse John 2, 1, what does it say? My little children. He was, uh, my little children are his spiritual children. My little children, these things write I unto you that you sin not. But if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. It's okay, you stay, I've finished. Let's continue verse 8. But those who don't see it, go to verse John 2, 1. If we say, it's okay, please, thank you. How many are getting me so far? Am I rushing? You understand? If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. Verse 9. If we confess our sins, if we confess our sins, our known and unknown sins, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just, faithful and righteous, to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. All unrighteousness. And when we are cleansed from all unrighteousness, then the verse in, fe, uh, in James chapter 5 verse 16 applies to us. So you've sinned. But you've asked God for forgiveness. And he has forgiven you. 
and removed the stain, the dirty stain of unrighteousness. Then James chapter 5, 16 will apply to you. Never let the devil tell you that it doesn't apply to you. Confess your faults to one another and pray for one another that he may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Now Jesus removes the unrighteousness and makes, keeps you in right standing with God. Because you've confessed your sin. And therefore, you are a righteous man praying the prayer of a righteous man which availeth much. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, very important. Enough set for now because of time. Hallelujah. What's the first key to what step to 100% answered prayer? Pray, learn how to pray for yourself. Number two, pray to God the Father. Now, so, some people will say, oh, Father. Which Father? They are different. There's fa there are fathers of lies. Father of what, which father? Heavenly Father or Father God. The window is only one. Heavenly Father. Pray to God the Father. Number three, in the name of Jesus. Number four, confess your sins. Hallelujah. I'm not out of word. Just out of time. Shall we stand to our feet? Oh, hallelujah to Jesus. Hallelujah to Jesus. Let's speak to God. Ask God to shower his grace upon us. Ask God to give us the grace to walk in these 12 steps. The four steps we've learned also. That we should pray using Jesus' name because of the weight intentionally using Jesus' name, considering the power in his name. Walking in the light of his word and confessing our sins, knowing that no matter how bad you feel, no matter how terrible you feel because of your sin, God's word is greater. Who glory? If I cannot stop without saying 1 John 3 20. No matter how bad you feel, no matter how terrible you feel, yeah, you've committed murder, you've lied, you've stolen, you've uh, done whatever. No matter how bad you feel. For if our hearts condemn us, God is greater than our hearts and knows all things. Yes, oh, I feel bad, I'm condemned. Oh God, I'm condemned. God is greater than that feeling and knows all things. As a God is greater than that feeling and knows all things. If our hearts condemn us, God is greater than our hearts and knows all things. Then verse 21. And if our hearts condemn us not because God is greater than our hearts, then have we confidence toward God and whatsoever we ask of him, we receive because we keep his commandments and do those things that are pleasing in his sight. And this is his commandment, that we should believe on the name of his son Jesus Christ and love one another as he gave us commandment. Oh, Father God, ask him, Lord, give me the grace to believe in your name, Jesus' name, the name of Jesus. Don't even pray, oh, in the name of God. Don't even do that. Because the Bible didn't say, you should say, oh, God, give me the car in the name of God. No, in the name of Jesus. Father God, we bless you. Yes. We worship you. We worship you softly. We worship you. We worship you. 
We worship you, Lord. Ask him to touch your heart. Ask him to give you the revelation of his power, of his grace, of his name. The name that saves. The name that saves. Jesus. The name that is above every name. First ranking name. The greatest name. The sweetest name. Jesus Christ. Hallelujah to Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in Jesus' name to break every single chain, every chain. Now, if you are watching and you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, if you are not born again, if you want your sins forgiven, if you want to be washed with the blood of Jesus Christ, if you want to say, Pastor, please pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. I know in my heart that I'm far away from God. But I need Jesus. I need the Savior. I need his love. I need the love of God. Then I want you to repeat after me. Heavenly Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus Christ. I confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. I believe that he died on the cross for my sins. I believe that his blood was shed for my sins. I believe that God raised him from the dead. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart. Please come into my life. Forgive me for all my sins. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness. From today, I belong to Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving me. In Jesus' name, I pray, amen. If you've prayed this prayer for the first time, then you are born again, and you are a child of God. God bless you. Hallelujah. Now it's time to take communion, to partake of the body and the blood of Jesus Christ. So I encourage you to get your uh, communion stuff ready. Um, I'm sure people are going to get it. So maybe I'll let uh, Pastor Elam just give a few announcements before we partake of the communion.